having a dialogue. So mm-hmm. kind of jump in and learn a little bit about you, your journey, talk a little bit about just whatever you want to talk about. It's called conversation. So it's literally that. Um, mm-hmm. But more than anything, just wanted to uh, learn about you. Uh, I love to talk about discipline and kind of the journey that we all are on. So maybe if you wanted to just start with sharing a little bit about your story, because uh, obviously we see you now, but versus like we all had a let us start somewhere. So maybe share a little bit about who you are and that journey. Yeah. So I started back in 2019 and um, started making videos. Um, actually, my first video that I made, it was like it was about college, about how I accidentally signed up for a ballet kinesiology class. And I yeah. And it got 30,000 views. And I was like, wow. Um, I was like, man, if I can reach 30,000 people, then I want to I want to share Jesus with them. And so um thought of a cool username. I was like, uh, I like Joe Christian guy. Um, not many people know the story behind it, which is like uh, my whole life. I've gotten the Joe mama joke. And so I was like, hmm, I'll be Joe Christian guy. You like yeah. Joe Christian guy. Um, so made that up and then um, kind of just kept on making videos and switching up the trends towards the Christian faith and getting people to think about Jesus and God and spending time with him. And so, um, and then now we're here, it's been a slow process. It wasn't like I grew overnight, like crazy. Um, you know, I have people that have been following me since like I had hundred K followers and, you know, so I've been making videos for about like almost five years now. Mm-hmm. It's so cool just to see, like I said, the, the journey, right? Like you, I'm sure you didn't wake up one day and see this this picture of what a, a macro influencer in the Christian space would look like, or you're just like, I just wanted to make a video. It just kind of came to me and it just happened. So talk to me, did you grow up as a Christian? Like what, what was that journey like of kind of taking ownership of your faith? Yeah. So I grew up as a Christian. Uh, my dad, my mom are Christian. I have three siblings. I have two sisters and one brother and I'm the youngest. And so uh, they all are all very deep in their faith and, so it's kind of like I was raised by like five parents. And so they I always listened to like theological conversations. I was, you know, always hearing their conversations about God and their relationships. And so that was really interesting for me to just to hear. And um, I always kind of felt like I've had a good relationship with God. Like uh, I accepted Jesus Christ in my heart in third grade and um, kind of just been pursuing him ever since. Um, and I really... I really started pursuing him my sophomore year of, of high school, really started understanding like how to read the Bible better and um, taking seriously my prayer life. And I, um, you know, when I went into college, you know, I had the opportunity. I was like, man, you know, I, I could stop going to church um, and I could just, you know, do my own thing. But I decided um, to get connected to a church there and um, just really get plugged in. And, um, and it helped me grow immensely. And, you know, I had the choice, you know, I was like, I mean, I could stop going to church and I could stop, you know, doing community stuff, or I could, you know, make this faith my own. And, you know, it's always been my own faith, but, you know, I, I truly love my relationship with God and Jesus. And I wouldn't be the man I am today if, you know, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I love that. I, I don't remember what I was listening to, but it was talking about how on Sunday mornings, the, the only testimonies are like the most 1% extreme testimonies where it's like 
wow, I guess I needed to go to prison for 40 years to make it on a Sunday morning video. But the reality is like your story is incredible and the best case scenario. It's like we need to have more stories like yours of mm. and my parents actually stayed in the faith and didn't produce bitterness in my heart in the church or that to me is I, I mean as a future parent I'm sure it's same with to you like that's best case scenario is my child still loves Jesus and has continued to push forward the mission so I love that mm. so much uh talk mm. to me a little bit about maybe that um the college years of mm-hmm. kind of taking ownership of like you're grown up now like you don't have to go to church you don't have mm-hmm. to read your bible like maybe it started as a child of understanding the importance of it but wh- where did that kind of go as because in college i was like in love with jesus but at the end of the day i was like ah i'd rather just like play Fortnite, eat some doritos or something yeah. so how, how where did where did that work for you i mean you could still play Fortnite and eat doritos and be a christian <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, I'm in. Yeah. Um, but yeah. so for college, it really just, um, you know, I went to community college first and then I transferred to AM and then I church top for about a year trying to figure out what church I liked. And then, um, and then I found a community group at a church at a smaller church and it felt it really felt like home, and I really I've 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 been around a lot of bigger churches and mega churches, and so I didn't really um, know what a small church kind of felt like, and so and it felt I felt good because people knew who I was like who I was, and like I would go to church and like they would ask me how I'm doing, and they would know about my life, and so it kind of felt like a family, and I really loved that aspect because mm-hmm. they can hold me accountable and they can pray for me, and you know as Christians we're well, just as people, you know, God saw Adam, he was like, it's not good for man to be alone. You know, we need community, we need people to uplift each other. And, you know, iron sharpens iron as man sharpens man. So I learned, I learned a lot in, in college with the community group. So like, if I had questions, you know, I'd bring it to the community group, and we would talk through it. I also just love to like, we were just very open. And like, we even had like middle schoolers and high schoolers in our community group. And we just basically like all sat around a fire and just t- started talking about God. And like, mm-hmm. even like middle schoolers would start preaching the gospel and like, it was just amazing. And so it was like, so we cool. weren't, we weren't holding the spirit or the gospel away from, you know, children or cause mm-hmm. like, oh, they're too young. No, like even middle schoolers were preaching the truth, like during that time. So it was, it was really a great learning experience about, for me, learning about the church and what community is really supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, one of my like biggest triggers on the planet is the the phrase next generation. It's like mm-hmm. middle schoolers, <laughs> not the next generation, is actually can lead today and share the share Jesus today. So it's like I think the next Amen. generation is people who are not born. So well that'll yeah. be another pod. But yeah, for sure. So your post college, talk to me a little bit about maybe what you intended to do with your life, like where you were like 16 years old you're like man i want to do this for the rest of my life and then we'll kind of get into more of like the the social side of it and where you're at now but it's always interesting to see what we've intended to do yeah so i mean my intention first was like in high school was to play tennis in college so i mean i played for i was playing with the dbu team for like I, i went out and played with them for like a week and then i realized i was like man I don't think I love tennis that much to go play because like they would play like two hours in the morning, two hours at night. 
and like you'd also have to work out mm-hmm. i mean i love working out too that's my other passion but yeah. like i just i just like i don't know i just i was like well i'm not gonna go that route so i decided to stay home and go to community college and i worked at a lululemon and i so worked there saved money bought some cool clothes worked out and went to absolutely went to community college uh for about a year saved a ton of money i think i saved like over forty thousand dollars just from community college um wow and then i went into and transferred into a&m and majored in agricultural economics and minored in agri-food sales and um to be honest i didn't know what i was gonna do um Mays, the Mays Business School was just so competitive to get into, so I went into the ag, into the ag route, and mm-hmm. so because um, they told me I had to have a 4.0 to be competitive, and so I was like, well, I don't have a 4.0, so um, I was like, well, I just want to go A and M and get a degree, so got my degree, and um, and then I was like, do I want to be a dentist? Because my dad's a dentist, and we come from a whole line of dentists, and I was like. Uh, I don't know. So I worked with him for a summer and a and a winter, and I was like, I don't know if I love it that much. And then I um and then I went on a mission. I, I mean, I went on a um like a a retreat to YWAM Kona uh, yep. for a week with some other in- Christian influencers, and I just got to see all these missionaries getting provided for, and I was just like, man, this is amazing. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life. And God is providing for all of these amazing people. And I asked God, I was like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, but all I know is I want to make your name known more. And I know that you'll provide for me no matter what I do. And then I read Matthew 6, 33, and it was like, you know, first seek my kingdom and my righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And so I, I meditated on that verse and I was just like, okay, God, I gave it to you. And, um, I'm just letting it, I'm letting you take care of everything. And that was my sophomore Going into going into my junior year of college mm-hmm. at A and M, and um, and then just stuff started happening a little bit more, and um, you know, I was doing social media all the way through that, and um, he just kind of put the wind behind my sails, and you know, kept on sailing, and you know, I kept on putting him first, and he was like, he kept on blessing me and providing for me throughout my journey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even in that kind of the general topic maybe talk to the person who is starting something they're like mm-hmm. man i really feel like god is telling me to do this yeah. um, maybe share a little bit about how or maybe just through your journey the obedience of seeing like you said you're being faithful and obedient and continue to see god provide maybe mm-hmm. speak to them the people who are right at the beginning of saying man, I think I might have something here, but I don't know. I, I, I see the start and I see the finish, but the middle. So maybe speak to them, encourage yes. them. So, I mean, like for me, I just kind of like stumbled upon where I was. Like my social media didn't become like, um, like it, it wasn't my goal where I am at now. Like my goal in the beginning was I just want to spread Jesus in a fun way. And um, it was like a, an outlet for me, a creative outlet and just um, sharing Jesus and stuff like that. And so, and then God just kind of took it and, and it happened. And so I would suggest like, where, where does your heart lie and what's your heart behind what you do? And like, is it, are you wanting to do something because it's going to get you money or success or whatever, or are you doing it to glorify God? Are you doing it because God is calling you to do something? 
And so, um, yeah, so that's one thing is like, check your heart, make sure and, and do whatever the Lord's telling you to do. I mean, I had a job right out of college and um, I was super excited about it. And um, our just our viewpoints didn't line up and I and God told me to leave. And, you know, I was I was kind of scared and I didn't know I was, you know, there's security in that job. And but you know what? He I, I left when he told me to leave and I got convicted and he told me to, he told me to leave. And um, I felt so much better. And, you know, he he like just started providing for me in so many ways. And so um, mm-hmm. if he's calling you to do something definitely listen to obey because his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and he has better plans than our plans. Yeah. So good. I hope anyone listening to this is taking notes. So you're getting <laughs> free wisdom from Joe. Uh, I always, I always ask every single person this cause I, I'm just intrigued. Do you have like a, a, maybe a daily or weekly rhythm or as you said, you you're into fitness. Like, is mm-hmm. there a calendar schedule for you? You're like, I'm pretty disciplined or Maybe you're like, hey, I'm just kind of, I'm free spirited, but I also, I have to do these few things throughout the day. So always intrigues me. I am a pretty much as free spirit. Like my schedule kind of is different sometimes, but I always have to like spend time in my word in the morning and work out at like some point in the day. Mm -hmm. So I work out about, I work six out of seven days a week. So I rest on Sunday. So usually it looks like I wake up. Oops, so sorry. Um, So my routine looks like I wake up in the morning, I spend time with the Lord, I work out, and then I just start making content or if I have meetings. Um, but usually that's those are my th- three main things. It's like spend time with the Lord, work out, and make content. Um, and then everything up else is like up in the air. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> How do you like – there's so much I'm sure inside of that your brain that God has given you, but like, how do you even create the content that you do or like anybody? Cause it's like, obviously God probably speaks to you about something, but maybe there's like a system that you've had to play in place. Cause it's like, I made 10 mm-hmm. videos this week and the next week you're like, dude, I got nothing going on. So how does that creative process work for me? So I've just always kind of been a creative person since I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. um, my sister, we would used to make videos together, music videos. And so I always kind of like, even like when I would listen to like classical music, I would always kind of think of scenarios and like stuff like that. Like my mom, when Mm -hmm. I was little, would put on classical music and I would always like picture like what's going on. And so uh, my mind's just kind of very creative in that way. And so uh, when it comes to content, like I will just, um, I'll try to see what trends are going on. And then I'll, I will try to um, think of scenarios or funny ways to, to implement it back into the faith and uh, Christian culture and um, or I'll be listening to music or um, or somebody else made a, a great video and I want to do my own re- rendition by it um, so like there's multiple outlets I create from but I don't have like a set amount of content I make a day usually I'm like at least once a day like one video a day but some days like there's like three to four videos I decide to make because like I'm just on a roll or I just make one. So it, it kind of goes up and down. But um, like there was one month I made like three to four videos a day for a month. And um, I mean, it went, it went good. I mean, uh, engagement yeah, was that's great, a lot. But it, it was it was kind of a lot. Um, so what does what your because we all know that we need to pray, take breaks from 
screen time, from just the world in general, we, like the obvious rest, but what do you do proactively to make sure you don't burn out? Because obviously there, there's pressure, but it's like you, I'm sure, are not uh, a responsive person. Like a, I have to make videos for people so that mm -hmm. my engagement goes. It's more like, no, what God's telling me to do is I'm going to do it. So how yeah. do you proactively rest and make sure you don't burn out? Well, for me, like I, people ask me like, how do you keep on making ideas and how do you not get burned out? It's just me. I just loved it. I just love it. Like it was just like, it was my hobby. And I mean, at most it takes about 30 minutes of my day to make content. It's not right. taking me three to four hours, you know, some people, some people's content might be different because it's more talking and more like information based but for me it's more funny and humorous and not just think of a scenario and make it in five minutes and post it and hope it does mm -hmm. well um but for me like um staying grounded and just like in my stuff like um i mean working out is definitely helpful um going to church and young adults and um i've been just i'm been trying to read more because readers are leaders Let's and go. um <laughs> i'm not that. i'll be honest I am not the biggest fan of reading, but I just got to die to my flesh and just read. And, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, the Lord has, you know, given me a platform now and I want to have wisdom and, um, you know, help people. And, um, and so I've been just reading, I just read this book called two chairs, um, met with the author like a week and a half ago and he told me about it. And it's about meeting with God every morning and setting up two chairs, one for you and one for, for God. And, meeting with him every morning um like he's there like your best friend and so really? that was a really good book um so and just spending time with family and friends so i mean those there's different things just find new hobbies and um and just have fun with it and like social media shouldn't take up um too much of your life at least the content creation side of it yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean that was what i was going to ask you kind of you kind of said it but how, how does it feel, I guess, internally, or maybe you've already felt this externally, but you, it started out as just a creative outlet, a hobby. Now it's like what you do. How mm -hmm. does that, that mind shift, or maybe it hasn't shifted. You're still like, dude, I'm just loving life, rocking a hobby and God's providing. That's, that's rad as well. So yes. where, where are you at with that? And how has your mind shifted in it? That is honestly truly where I'm at. I am at like, I'm just a normal dude. I'm just having fun and God is providing for me. And, you know, I'm just spreading Jesus in a fun way. And like, I was at a coffee shop yesterday with a friend and um, like I was leaving and some guy goes, Joe, I'm like, what? And it was just like a random guy that recognized me. And he was just like, hey, man, um, I just love your content. And he introduced me to his friends. And he's like, this guy's a big deal. And I'm just like, what? No, I'm not. I'm honestly <laughs> yeah. not a big deal. Um, I'm just a normal guy. Um, but he he was making me feel like I was a big deal. But I was like, I'm really not. I'm just a chill dude. Wanted to spread Jesus in a fun way. And um, I love doing what I do. And I'm so grateful I get to do what I do now. I, when I would when I would go live on TikTok, people would ask me, what's your dream job? And I would be like, honestly, just to make videos for Jesus. And, um, and now God is, you know, doing that for me. Yeah. Dude was gassing you up. Let's go. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Need more kind people on this planet. Darn it. I love it. Talk to so there maybe there's creators because a big big portion of this audience is entrepreneurs, creators, creatives. Talk to talk to them about the 
the security you have to have as a person who follows Jesus to be on social media and to have influence because maybe there's comments where you're like, wow, that was rude or the negative or even just the comparison game. Like what, how does somebody become secure in themselves or continue to walk in their obedience of creating content or being an entrepreneur or whatever? Uh, how, how does one do that in your opinion? Oh, that's a good question because I definitely think that as a creator, you have to have um, a good foundation uh, in your faith and in your community. So a lot of the times creators feel very lonely or um, they don't have a community to back them up. For me, like um, I have a church community. I have um, I have other Christian influencers that I've gotten to connect with and they understand what you know I go through and what we both like. We just understand that. Um, but I would recommend finding those close people to you and um, like build an inner circle and um, really just um, those people's opinions matter most mm -hmm. uh, to you. And then the people outside your inner, I mean, outside your inner circle, there's a, their opinion doesn't matter as much because for me, um, you know, I'll ask like some of my closest friends, like what they think of a video, but honestly, I won't, it won't really matter to me what people think of my video outside of that. And so um, mm -hmm. I have people in my inner circle encouraging me and they love what I do. So it would be pretty hard for me if people next to me were discouraging me and telling me that they hated my stuff or, you know, they're bullying me or whatever. And so you want to surround yourself with people that encourage you in your faith and what you do and um, will uplift you in your um, dreams and your endeavors. So what you're saying is who you surround yourself with matters. Yes. It's funny how it's funny how like that's such a simple principle that we've heard since you and I were like three years old. And it's like, yeah. yeah, I get it. But then it's like the reality is it's actually like a, a major in our lives. So yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like it matters so much to have people who believe in you, who want you to win, but also will tell you, like, dude, what are you doing? Like you're kinda mm -hmm. kinda going off the ringer over here. So I love it. So maybe share, I mean, because there's always this debate, which I don't think it should be a debate. I had John Rush on, and he's a creator, but he's the uh, Elevation Youth guy. He said, mm -hmm. social media is not a platform. It's a place. Like, it's where people are at. And that has stuck in my brain since he said it. So maybe share a little bit about, like, people's lives being changed or their mm -hmm. people getting inspired by your content because it's always it's – always, incredible to hear um how how we actually are creating positive impact on social yeah so i mean a lot of the times when you hear sermons you just hear um pastors saying oh like instagram is just your highlight reel and like it's not real and like um you know it's this comparison game i mean there is a comparison game but like you can there's a way to i mean master that and there's a way to um there's a way to make social media about God and uplift God. And there's a way, um, I mean, it's a tool. Um, it's a tool to anybody can use the tool in a bad way and any, and people can learn to make, make, make it into a thing about God. And so I wouldn't say it's just a highlight reel. Um, there's so many ways we can utilize social media. And so for me, I learned, um, I was just like, 
you know what? And during even during COVID, I mean, I started going live every day and it helps me in my relationship with Jesus because people would start asking me questions about the faith. And I would say, hey, I don't know the answer to your question, but I will come back to you and I'll research this topic and um, I'll answer your question. So there was this refining period during COVID. And so I really loved that aspect. And that honestly helped my relationship with Jesus, just going live and talking with people online. Um, and I mean, people have um, reached out to me and DM me saying, you know, I'm not even Christian and I just love your videos. I don't know why, but I just love them. They're funny. And, um, you know, they just resonate with me. I'm just like, they resonate with you because you realize that there's something bigger and there's a higher power and they know that, I mean, I put some, I put some truth in my videos and so they know it's there. And so, um, that's my whole goal is just, you know, to spread the seed of the Lord and get people thinking about Jesus and and have people cultivate that seed for them. Um, and so, I mean, that was just one aspect. I was in Israel and I was in the dead sea and I was putting mud on my face and this guy calls out to me and he's like, hey, I follow you. And I was just like, that's insane. I was like, where are you from? And he said he was from Germany. Wow. And I was like, that is amazing. And then I was, I got out of the Dead Sea and I was putting my socks on. And this girl comes up to me and she said, I just love the joy that you bring to the faith. And I love your content. And she was from the Netherlands. And I'm just like, there is so much potential in social media we reach places that we don't even know we would reach and um we can encourage um people of the faith mm -hmm. yeah well thanks for sharing those stories i we all have been on the journey right like you and i kind of grew up into the beginning of this actual social media like mm -hmm. shout out myspace you know but <laughs> It's like, uh, how's MySpace doing? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I didn't even have it. So. <laughs> I, I had it for like a week, and then I then like Twitter kind of became a thing. Obviously, mm -hmm. Facebook. I I got Facebook because my parents took my phone away because I had like an $800 phone bill. And I was like, oh, well, goodness. I need to talk to my friend somehow. So shout out to that. But as we wrap up, uh, talk to me. Maybe share one last piece of advice or recommendation for two groups of people, one, the creator, entrepreneur, kind of that, that uh, pioneer, and talk to the person who might be 17 watching this, who doesn't even know Jesus, and has a desire to, to know him. So talk to those two people. For um, the creators out there, I would say the main would be to be consistent, be consistent in posting your content. I've been posting almost every day for five years. And so it wasn't like, um, you know, success was going to come in two weeks. Um, mm -hmm. it, it came gradually. And so, um, and also check your heart, you know, make sure your heart is in the right place and it's not for the wrong motives. And um, if that's what God is really calling you to do, um, you know, tell, ask your community and um, really just lean into that. Um, and then for the people that are wanting to learn more about Jesus, like, the time is now, you know, um, we never, we don't know when our last day will be. And, um, you know, God has given us a free gift of eternal life with him. And there is so much freedom in that. And there is grace and eternity found, um, with Jesus. And so all you have to do is just accept that gift and, um, your new life will start now and it'll be amazing.
incredible. Well, thanks so much for being on, Joe. Seriously, it was fun. It's fun learning about you here in the the obedience and faithfulness that you have walked on this journey, hosting even once a week for five years. I'm sure people are like, holy smokes, I can't even do that. So you doing that and having the pure heart and intention. And I met you last year in Kansas City, and we were like one one row in front of me, and I and it was very hot that day. And I was like, I need yeah. some water. I'm just here to chill with some homies, and you were a homie. So it's been cool <laughs> to watch you um, from the beginning, and it's obviously just the beginning. So are you in Texas, by the way, right now? I am. It's very hot. Oh, dude. I was there like a month ago, and I, so I'm in California, and it's warm here, but it's not muggy. Yeah. And I got out of the airport, and I was like, Lord, send me back to Cali because <laughs> the mugginess <laughs> – Texas is uh, not for the week. You're like sweating. No, oh, dude. yeah. You'll, you'll yeah, be sweating a lot. Um, the humidity can be kind of crazy. I saw a TikTok the other day that said that um, where the place that we live right now in Texas is um, 99% hotter um, than the rest of the world. Um, so there's, they're naming some other places like the Saudi Arabian desert that was pretty much as hot as where we were. Yeah, um, that, ain't it. that ain't it, bro. Yeah. Bless you for doing it, but. That'll make one of us. Yeah. Well, thanks that. for having me. Yeah, dude, 100%. We, we look forward to continuing to chat. And uh, how, wait, how, do we, how do we contact you? Maybe there's somebody who's like, who's this Joe Christian guy? How do I find him? I want to follow him on Snapchat. Like, where do, where do we do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's Joe Christian guy. You can follow me at um, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube. I just put my uh, testimony on YouTube. Um mm crazy crazy cool testimony um but yeah at joe christian guy on all platforms beautiful we'll go follow him go spam him with kind comments and we'll look forward to chat again joe sweet peace